Hey everybody, this is Aoife Freeman, podcasting from Wow the World Studios. In this podcast, we're going to be talking about how to heal our hearts. I want us to be able to rejuvenate our souls, and I want to be able to create expansion in our lifestyles. And so through our experiences, we've been able to cultivate things that work in order for us to get to the life we were meant to be living. I know there's tons of podcasts out there about such topics, but I trust that this God-centered podcast will touch you in a new and unique way. Happy listening. Welcome to Wow the World Studios. I am once again here with my girl, Summer Sunshine from Charleston, South Carolina. We have so much to share with you since we just celebrated the resurrection of our Lord, and we want to get right into the good stuff. Girl, how are you? Hey, I am fantastic. You know, I woke up this morning, and the first thing that came into my head was, This is the day the Lord has made. Let Mm. us rejoice and be glad in it. And, (laughs) you know, it's so beautiful that I get to wake up and feel that way because it's not Mm. every day that I felt like this. Mm. So I'm doing great. Yeah. Awesome. I am awesome. So I had such an incredible experience with my family this weekend. And I just want to take a minute to read this scripture that was laid on my heart this morning. Um, You know, this Jesus calling is something that you and I have been reading together for years. And I can't imagine my life without this morning routine of reading Jesus Calling because it always speaks to me. I open the Bible up and it inevitably has something to say about my life. And your scripture that you woke up to this morning was the first line in Jesus Calling. Like, How can we deny his presence when we are experiencing him alive and well in our lives? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, this is not the first time that this has happened, you know, Mm. and I'm just, I'm just going to just share my experience on the Bible, right? Yeah. So like as a baby Christian or as a toddler walking in Christ, Mm -hmm. the Bible is really, really overwhelming to me. Mm-hmm. And um, this Jesus Calling is, in my opinion, by the way, it's a book, a devotions for every day of the year by Sarah Young, and you can pick it up anywhere. Yeah, um, Amazon, all all the places. Jesus Calling, and it's, you know, it just gives it gives me little scriptures, so little bite sized pieces that I can digest and not feel overwhelmed. So I get little snippets of scripture in my head. So as I go throughout my day, I can think about those scriptures or they're recalled or, or something like that. So it's not as overwhelming right. as, as the whole Bible. But yeah, yeah. They're like I mean, themes for cool. the day. Right. And yeah. how cool is it that we'll be talking about something and, you know, this has happened multiple times where we're talking about something or a situation and then we open Jesus calling and it speaks right to that situation. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, as a new believer mm-hmm. and I, as a new believer, like that to me is exciting. Mm-hmm. That to me is hope. 
And is not this God on a shelf, this book on a shelf. No, this is God speaking to my heart today. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's cool. Yeah. So um, let me just read Philippians 3, 13. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. 14, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. And that's basically telling me I do not need to worry about the past because personally, I love living in the past. I will ruminate in my divorce, what I did, what I didn't do, what I could have done, you know, and like all of these past relationships and experiences that I have, I can get caught up and I can really sit in there. And then that's not allowing me to be present with the Lord. This whole entire passage in Philippians 3 is talking about how I can be present with him today. And that really just leads into the experience that I had on Sunday with my family on Resurrection Day. I can't wait for you to explain why we're calling it Resurrection Day and not Easter. (laughs) But, you know, I had preconceived notions of, from experience, from what, you know, my relationships with my brother and my father have been. Um, And they haven't always been easy. And especially as I grow older, I grow more separate from them. You know, my life was so much part of their lives with their families. And once I didn't have my own and I got divorced and I've been kind of solo for the last six years trying to like get on my feet, I have felt a huge distance between me, my brothers and my father. And I have been bringing this to prayer for a very long time of, how could I have this house be used for us to reconnect? And I've been terrified. I've been afraid to have barbecues here. You know, this isn't my first, this is my second Easter here. Last year, I wanted to have a birthday party. I don't know if you remember summer. I was going to have a birthday party and then I bailed a week or two before. It was just so terrifying to have us all together because I was really afraid of the dynamics. So, you know, women like you in my life were just, we were praying over it. My prayer group on Friday mornings, like we were praying over these relationships with my brothers and my father. And sure enough, he answers, you know, these guys with their families came to my house on Sunday. And not only did we get along well, like I felt my mother's presence in the kitchen when we my sister-in-laws and I were cleaning up and my brothers and my father were just sitting down waiting for us to serve them coffee and dessert. Like it was awesome. It was so beautiful to feel connected with them again. And it didn't matter what my circumstances were, you know, and this is the point of pressing forward. You know, like I get to continue to press forward with my relationship with the Lord and he takes care of it all. When I am surrendering my own judgment and when I'm surrendering my own will and my own shame, when I surrender that to his feet, like truly surrender, right? Like where the softness of my heart is felt, there is nothing that's going to be able to penetrate that. And so I'm just so grateful that I got to have an answer to prayer and see God work in my life and my family's life. 
I mean, I had my brother text me saying, I admire your strength and your spirituality. Like, what? That is something we would never, ever say to each other, you know? So I just want to give God all the glory for that. And thank you for, you know, thank him for answering the prayer. And that is how I get to see him work in my life when I get to press forward on leaning on him for my security and nobody else anymore. Yeah, absolutely. And I love the part when you said that, you know, you wanted, the desire was on your heart. You wanted to do these events, Mm. but then you, then you would bail. Right. And I think that, you know, the enemy, the devil uses what you experienced or what, what you were saying about, you know, going in the past, ruminating in the past, sitting in the past, Mm. you know, second, second guessing the decisions that you made the replay in our head constantly. I think he uses that to take us out of the present moment so we can't, you know, move forward for Jesus and we can't be obedient and we can't act because I mean, essentially what you did Sunday was you acted, right? Mm. You had a desire on your heart. You prayed, but then you acted. You acted mm. in a in a way to allow God to work in that space in your home. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think that it's, you know, we as Christians say, okay, well, you know, we pray and we give it to God, but no, we still have to act. Yes, we still girl. Have to, we still have to make the soil fertile so he can plant the seed, so he can do the work. You know, we have to do, we have to create the space or Mm. we get to create the space to allow Jesus to move. And and you were Mm. obedient in in that and saying, you know what, I'm going to do, I'm going to do this meal. I'm going to invite, I'm going to send the invitation to to the relationships that weren't great. You were obedient in that. And so look at the beautiful, beautiful outcome. And, and as you were sharing that experience that came to my mind that the outcomes are not up to me and they're not my job. That's right. That is, that's up to Jesus, Mm -hmm. you know, and that takes a lot of pressure off me, Mm -hmm. you know? So that is, that Mm -hmm. is really cool. Mm -hmm. And I, I would just like to share um, my experience on, on Easter as well. And and you alluded to it earlier. Um, You know, we, I was, I was helping my church conduct a, or put on a, um, an Easter egg hunt with the city of Charleston here. And um, it was a really fun event. And I was saying, you know, happy Easter to families and greeting them that way. But every time I said the word Easter, I paused and I hesitated because something in my gut was like, "Mm, that, that doesn't, that it didn't feel right. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting to me because I'm like, I mean, what? Like, Mm -hmm. this is the celebration of the resurrection of my King Jesus. Mm -hmm. Why? doesn't saying happy Easter feel right. And so I started, I was being curious. I was like, okay, well, how did Easter get its its name? Mm-hmm. Right. Why do we say happy Easter and not like happy resurrection day of Jesus Christ? Cause in my opinion, that's what it really is. Mm-hmm. So I, I Googled it. And of course, you know, this is what I found on the internet and I'm not claiming that mm-hmm. this is true. I'm not claiming that this is truth. But I just thought that it was interesting in what I found. And Mm. again, I understand I found it on the internet and it may or may not be true, but this is just my opinion. According to Google, it said that Easter was a pagan god 
that I, I believe her name was spelled I S T R. It doesn't matter, but it was a pagan God that stood for sex and fertility mm. and her signs were bunnies and eggs. That is so fascinating. Yeah. Well, I thought it was really interesting. And after I got over that, I was like, Oh my gosh, this is, this is terrifying mm. because are, have I been paying homage mm. to a pagan goddess and not even realizing it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know that, that the Lord is, is not a condemning God. And I know that he knows the intention of my heart, but it was just cool how I was able to be aware of, man, when I say happy Easter to these people, something doesn't hit quite right. Mm. And so then I got to take the action and, and look it up and say, how did this, how did this, why do we say Easter and not happy resurrection day? So Mm -hmm. I said, you know what? I, from now on, I'm going to say happy resurrection day of my King Jesus. Mm. Amen. And I'm not going to say happy Easter. And, yeah. and if people look at me weird, that's all right. It's not the first time people have looked at me weird. And I'm sure it won't be the mm-hmm. last. <laughs> well, I know a lot of people in my church were saying happy resurrection day. So I think within our, you know, within our community, it's acceptable. But I do think that the more powerful step is to share it with non-believers and And why, you know, like, I think that's so fascinating for me personally, because I have struggled with infertility and for Easter to represent bunnies and eggs, like it's really mind blowing, like how insidious these, these other gods can be in our lives and how it's like the trickster of all tricks, like. Of course, it's going to be attractive. Bunnies are adorable. Like, bunnies are so sweet, right? And then chasing the eggs around, like, looking for all the eggs. Like, it's really like a subconscious um, experiment. It's it's bizarre. A hundred percent. Like, I am so glad that you said that because I was like, oh, my gosh, we talk about these subliminal messages yeah. and all this, and he, and this is it, yeah. you know? And, and I'm so glad that you brought up the bunnies and eggs because that's really what got my curiosity going because I'm like Mm. how did the resurrection of Jesus turn into a celebration of bunnies and eggs Mm. and so that's really kind of what furthered my you know curiosity yeah yeah so, I mean, you also had an incredible experience over the weekend with the softening of your heart. And, um, you know, I just, <laughs> I just think it's really cool. And, and I also just want to even say that I really love that we have people in our lives that have known us um, with hard hearts and with soft hearts <laughs> and are witnessing what is happening with this friendship. You know, I wanted to do a podcast with another friend years ago, and I would always make a joke of it. And you and I have joked of it over the last couple of years of like, how can we record what we're actually talking about? Because this is not, you know, these are like real conversations that we would have off this microphone. And I just think it's amazing how we have been placed into this position to 
share publicly and also like not be afraid of being judged. You know, I don't know if you were listening to Glorify this morning, which is an app, you guys, that you can get um, on your phone and just listen to really incredible messages um, from the Bible and apply to our daily lives. But they were talking, you know, they were talking about how we can step into the power of Jesus without any fear. And that's what I feel like we're doing today. Like the judgment and like, and judging others is as equally condemning as murder. Jesus calls us to love thy neighbor without any judgment. And if we don't do that, it's as equal as murder. (laughs) So, you know, I have been praying for the judgment and my softness and my heart to be softened. And um, it was edified yesterday through you, actually, and your relationship. So thank you for that. And that's like what the community of this, you know, that's what our community is about, is about to, we're able to really be honest with each other in a way that shows love and not, we're not condemning each other and we're not shaming each other. And we're also seeing the change in each other and giving light to that and encouraging that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it is, it's so cool to be in a community in, in this community and have the edification and just like, wow, like that's, you know, it's super cool yeah. and, it, and it's encouraging. And I just wanted to talk about the, the scripture that you read the word um, straining mm. forward mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to, can you read that? Is that, can you read that yeah. part again? Yeah. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. Yeah. So the word straining, you know, to me, it, doesn't sound fun. <laughs> right. You know, it yeah. sounds it sounds like work and not and not fun, but the word that's coming to me is intentional. Mm. You know, and so to intentionally look forward or intentionally fix my focus on the face of Jesus, it takes it it takes work. It takes practice, it takes a redirection of, okay, I'm looking in the past. I'm starting to circle the drain. Let me, let me change my perspective. Let me change, you know, my, my mindset and let me refocus on Jesus. And, you know, I don't, I don't know at the beginning of that scripture saying, you know, I haven't, I haven't gotten it right. Like we're not perfect no, and we're not going to get it all the time. A hundred percent. This is a path. This is a walk and it's not going to be perfect hundred percent, but I think being aware and being mindful and, and knowing the goal and knowing what, knowing how Jesus walked this earth and his interactions and actions, knowing those, then that helps me understand how I'm supposed to act. Yeah. I actually just want to read, so I have the application Bible here, and when it breaks down that passage, this is what it has to say in like real language. So um, it says, we have all done things which we are ashamed 
and we live in the tension of what we have been and what we want to be. Because our hope is in Christ, however, we can let go of past guilt and look forward to what God will help us become. Amen. What a promise. Don't don't dwell on your past. Instead, grow in the knowledge of God by concentrating on that on your relationship with him now immediately <laughs> intentionally realize that you are forgiven and then move on to a life of faith and obedience girl that's what we're doing thank you jesus look forward to a fuller and more meaningful life because your hope is in christ amen amen mm-hmm. and you know uh- I don't, I don't know who's listening to this podcast, but mm. I don't know where they are in their faith journey. And I don't know, you know, cause I didn't know where to begin. Right. right? Yeah. I, I know that when I came to Jesus, I was in a very dark place. Mm-hmm. And so if you're listening right now and that's you and you don't know where to go, you don't know if maybe church isn't for you or maybe you had church hurt or whatever. It's not, it's not that complicated, right? Mm-hmm. Like the Lord is going to work in your life if you surrender to him. So I'm going to say a prayer. And if you feel the Lord knocking on your heart and you're, and you want to surrender your way of life to him and walk with him and claim him as your savior, just repeat this prayer after me. Lord, I admit I'm a sinner. I need, and I want your forgiveness. I accept your death as the penalty for my sin and recognize that your mercy and grace is a gift you offer to me because of your great love, not based on anything I have done. Cleanse me and make me your child. By faith, I receive you into my heart as the son of God and as savior of Lord of my life. From now on, help me to live for you with you in control, all according to your will, and to God be the glory. In your precious name, amen. Amen. So if you've said that prayer, it's a wrap. The the Holy Spirit is living in you, and that's it. I have the chills all over my body. Because Summer, how amazing would that be if we got some comments on here or some feedback, you know, most of you that are listening are friends of ours or mine that I started this with. So feel free to text me and let me know. We would love to hear from you. And, you know, the point of this whole entire podcast is for us to share our experience with the Lord and let people know that it's not that complicated. Like Summer said, like, you know, I had one of my cousins reached out to me last night on DM and he was like, what's this God stuff? And I'm like, bro, I, it's really, it's really hard to explain. Like you have to be able to see my actions and like hear me to know that the Lord is working through me. I I can't, I cannot help somebody understand logically what's happening in my life, right? Like how the Lord is working in it. But all I know is that when I stopped and I said that prayer five years ago, I walked out a different person. 
I literally, the scales were removed from my eyes and there was a new path for me to, to walk. And this is not, this, this Christian walk is not a walk of perfection. It's a walk of knowing that I am humanly flawed. I mean, I'm Eve's daughter. Literally, my name means Eve in English. Okay. Like I am a descendant of the first sinner on this world, on this, on this earth. And so it's more to, to acknowledge that I have my flesh is sinful and there is no way for me to stop it. I have no more control of changing the way my flesh reacts to temptation and to sin. So I need to surrender to God. I need to surrender to Christ who says, Jesus says, I am the life, the way, and the I'm paraphrasing, but he's the only way to the father. He's the only way. And I thought for years, I thought, I don't need Jesus to get to God. I'm God, the father, like I, you know, I can do that. I'm going to tell you something. The second I surrendered to the actual life of Jesus Christ and his death and his resurrection, there was a new way that I was able to perceive my reality. Yeah, absolutely. It is, it's, it's unbelievable. And, you know, you shared saying that prayer and the scales falling off your eyes immediately. And, and mine took a little bit longer. Right. Because I thought, okay, I said the prayer, I got baptized, but I still felt the same. Mm-hmm. And I still felt my fleshly desires. And then I was like, wow, right. Like, there's no, this is not a magical tub of water. Or oh my God. Either. I've this been living. Like, oh, this is a process. This yeah. Is a journey with Jesus. Totally. And all he wants, all he wants is to be my best friend. That's it. All he wants is time, time with me and time. I, I devote time to him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think it's really important to really emphasize, like, this is not a walk of perfection. Like, girl, I have been, I have lived in sin when I was saved. Like, that's the whole point. Like, the point is that I get to go repent to him and I get to be forgiven, you know, like. That's also what this passage also talks about is like, there's no shame in this walk anymore. Like I get to pivot, I get to pivot and I get to surrender to what he wants my life to be because my way no longer works. Yeah. And, and that makes me think of that Romans verse, you know, therefore there is now no condemnation Mm. in Christ Jesus, you know, like he's not going to make me feel guilty. Now, condemnation and conviction similar, but very different. Right. right. Conviction comes from the Holy spirit. When I know that I'm not doing right. Like, like me saying happy Easter, that hesitant, right. That mm, this don't hit right. What is this? Why, why am yeah. I saying, you know what I mean? Like it wasn't shame, right. So condemnation being shame. So it gives me an opportunity to pause and reflect and learn more. Yeah. And that's a journey. Yeah, it is. It is. So we hope that you guys continue this journey of seeking um, because we have clearly found that there is no other way, but would love to hear from you guys. I'm going to try and put a comment section on this podcast and Summer, any last 
encouraging words for our listeners? Yeah, just, you know, stay, stay the course and tune in next week. So were you touched? Do you think God moved you in a way while you were listening to this? where your heart could fully heal, where your soul could be completely rejuvenated, and where you can step out in faith and live that expansive life that you've always dreamed of. I'm gonna be praying for you that you have the courage that only God can give us to walk the path that takes us to the most abundant, expansive, full-hearted living life. I hope to see you on the next episode.